Hey, 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 yes, you are in the right place. This is a Yup podcast, but just a quick shout out to Norway. Hey, you are putting the Yup podcast on the map. Yes, Yup, I got you. It's trending in Norway. Hey, Norway, thank you. You other countries listening out there, hey, put me on the map. Hey, and then a quick shout out for my brother, Mike Baldwin, who has a new endeavor. That is icecreamgraphics.com, where you find totally original cool graphics. They are dead on for what you want. So go visit Mike Baldwin at icecreamgraphics.com. So I, and then the word scream, then graphics, then .com. You know how to find it. Yes, I screwed it up before, but this is a new and better day. So I was literally in the pit of hell today. Okay. Okay. Not really, but it, it was one of those WTF moments. Where was I? Well, I'll let you know here in a second. Hey, 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 hey. Yup, community. Ah, welcome to this, the Yup Podcast. Your host, Tom Baldwin, the purveyor of redneck wisdom. The guy that so appreciates you, so cares about you, wants to see you become the highest performer possible, leaving that heavy baggage and those heavy weights behind. So grateful for you, the audience. You are the most encouraging audience. All my podcasts have super encouragement, but you guys and ladies by far are the most encouraging. And so thank you for that. Hey, I know often when I'm doing the podcast, I'm drinking my bourbon. Well, I got all that, like, you know how I said you have to condense that into the few days? I got a little carried away, and I condensed it all into a few days, so I'm actually detoxing now because I shouldn't be drinking that much alcohol. It's just not that good for you, and so I'm backing off a little bit, and I was actually feeling under the weather today, but I think it was because of the weather. Yes, I'm one of those people that are sensitive to the pressure changes, and I haven't been lately, but well, I shouldn't say lately, but in recent years, but yes, lately I have been. And today, boy, I got quite a killer headache and I haven't been able to get onto my next job because it is snowing. We got our first bout of winter. We will get a respite, but we got our first bout of winter and I'm supposed to start a roofing job. Well, you can do that when it's snowing out, but it's pretty miserable. So I'm waiting. It's supposed to be nicer tomorrow and really nice the next day. So I'll probably get on with that. But as I felt, felt under the weather today, my wife made some hydrochloroquine. And so I'm drinking some hydrochloroquine with a little whiskey, just a little bit. And those of you that don't know about whiskey, here's Tom's first sidetrack or alcohol in general, distilled liquors is that a little bit will help you beat your sickness. And you're like, well, I knew that, but did you know why? Most people that I hear espouse this get it just a little wrong. I think it's cute, but it's not quite right in that it doesn't kill what's in you. Literally what it does, it goes in your body and alcohol is a poison. I know I like it. I'm a bourbon and whiskey fan. I really like it. I drink too much, but it is literally a poison. And when you drink a little bit before bed, it has it has alcohol, so it has those uh, suppression effects. So as far as, you know, the snotty nose, it gives you a respite from that. But your body's like, 
oh my gosh, we're being poisoned. So it amps up your immune system. So alcohol works for helping you get over things because it's like it's like hooking a turbo into your immune system engine. It's like, right? And so you tend to be things faster. The key is that you just have a little bit, you just need a little bit to stimulate it because you don't want to overwhelm your system, which probably is generally what I do when I condense my fun into a few days of podcasting and have a little too much alcohol. So here I am, yes, drinking my hydrochloricin with a little whiskey and some local honey. And I have to confess, it's not the best tasting stuff, but the whiskey definitely helps. So thank you for listening. And those of you that are regulars, I so appreciate you. If you want to share the podcast, I found one of the best ways is to share the website where it has an embedded player and it can link people up to podcasting platforms that they can find the podcast a little easier. There's a lot of podcasts out there and I love it because I am a podcast consumer also. It's a fantastic community but they can sometimes be hard to find. And so at yup.solutions, it's a really great way. You can listen on the website or you can link up uh, through a major platform and find the podcast. On the website, you can also link through Apple Podcasts and rate the podcast. And then on Pandora, I don't think I have a link. I'm gonna have to explore getting that on there. But a link to Pandora because every episode you can give a thumbs up or thumbs down. And that is also super helpful to get my podcast out there. And then there are those donate buttons. Super appreciate that. There's three donate buttons on there. Thank you for those of you that do that. Say it time and time again. It really is like a pat on the back to me. And if you've been thinking about doing it, I just encourage you, don't wait. Now is the time to encourage. Including myself, we are all facing incredible times of trials as prices of things are going through the roof, literally going through the roof. And the world is becoming more uncertain that the law of generosity always applies, that no gift will be unrewarded. You're just like, Tom, I've never heard that law. Well, I'm pretty sure that I've talked about it on here, but I'm approaching 100 episodes, so it's getting a little hard to keep track of. I know, yay! And I'm approaching 100 episodes. I'm actually over 100 episodes in my Sanguine podcast, but in my three podcasts, I'm approaching 100 episodes. That is 300 episodes. It's like, wow. That's a lot of episodes. I know doesn't quite hit the rule of mastery. What is the rule of mastery is 10,000 hours. So I still have a little ways to go, but those of you that have listened for a while know that I have dramatically improved. And so thank you for those of you that encourage me at 406BigT at gmail.com. I love, 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 love getting your emails. It is, it's another way that it's, you let me know that you listen. I'm really grateful for that. So today, oh my gosh, my head about exploded. Literally, my experiences today probably culminated with some of my experience earlier this week and some of the information that I found earlier this week. My head and my mouth is like, what the fuck is going on? I just literally, and yes, of lately, that word is is becoming yeah, it's quickly becoming a favorite. And I was trying to decide the other day, is it something that I should work on getting rid of? Because it's kind of getting popular. You know, let's go, Brandon. It seems to be the popular phrase. It seems to be an appropriate word in the season. I don't know. It, it is a vulgar word. 
but is it descriptive of, of what's going on? I mean, because really the word itself, it is an incredibly different word than what refers to sexual intercourse, even though it does, you know, it, it doesn't like sexual intercourse is even farther away from making love, which is what I tend to do because it is a beautiful thing. But you know, the F word is very vulgar and it feels like that's what's happening to many of us when we go to the gas pump or today, my experience at CVS, CVS pharmacy, where I go, cause I have a thyroid condition. I have Hashimoto's disease. So I have what it is. It is an underfunctioning thyroid, but then it also has the added bonus or benefit, or I don't know how you want to describe that, but that my body is literally attacking my thyroid and trying to destroy it. And so to keep this under wraps, why I am doing other modalities on top of this from destroying itself, I have a number of prescriptions. Two of them is just to help their, their hormones to keep my energy levels up. So I actually, as I'm front of this microphone, I'm not, <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. oh, sorry, sorry, folks. I'm, I'm back. So I don't zonk. And those of you that have thyroid conditions, like under, under functioning thyroids, hyper hypo thyroidism, know how the fatigue can get you. And sometimes when you're done, you're done. And so those medications help keep me going. And the other one is that I get from another pharmacy. So this one doesn't come from CVS is totally about helping reduce those antibodies. And I can do that also through diet, which Tom is circling back around. Okay. We fight battles and we lose, but then we fight him again. So Tom's fighting again. So he's circling back around and fighting it with his diet, but I'm at CVS. Okay. I've been there, unfortunately, many times. This probably is one of the reasons why um, I'm frustrated. And it was it was the what the fuck is going on here today type of attitude. But I went to the doctor. I believe it was last Thursday. And we reevaluated. And I'm doing better. Thing, things are getting better. But we needed to still adjust some of my medication so I could be the highest performer possible. That is always the goal. And for myself, I always want to go the natural route. But if that... If I'm not healed by the natural route and that isn't working, I'm willing to do whatever it takes as I hope you are also as we move and, and we change to become the highest performers. So I go there and I, I first told them, don't call it in the CVS because I'm, I'm wanting to switch pharmacies just because their automated system like is whacked. Prescriptions are being filled when they shouldn't be filled. And then when I need them filled, they're not filled. And in the past, when I called to get through, had to be on hold for at least 45 minutes. And then in the middle of COVID-19, when they had the mask mandates, I wasn't going to wear a mask in there and stand in line. I'm a mouth breather and it's hard enough without a mask to go in. So I wasn't willing to do that. They closed their drive through, so I couldn't do that. So I was frustrated with them. So I thought about switching, but then I reevaluated and I was like, eh, really CVS, you know, they have great prices. They let you fill as much as you want at one time, maybe other pharmacies do that. I'm not a big prescription consumer, so I don't know, but yeah, the cost savings were worth it to go back to CVS. So I asked them to call it in. They tried multiple times and they couldn't get through on the phone. And so I had them call into a local pharmacy here and, and they were able to fulfill it at, you know, a more substantial cost. But I, I was really grateful for that. And I just said, Hey, write the prescription down. I'm going to go into CVS. I'm going to get it filled in CVS. I'm just going to walk up 
And of course, when I walk in, I shouldn't say of course, but I walk in and the line is not that long. I'm, I'm just like, wow, because of course I thought it was going to be really long, but it wasn't that long. So I go stand in the line. And it's about 10 minutes and I get up there and the lady's like, oh, well, you're in the wrong line. Ah, well, that explains a lot. So I go in the line I'm supposed to be, which is a longer line. And I, I finally get up there and the lady, she's super helpful. But the whole time I'm in the pharmacy, and this is true, of the last three times that I've been in there, I hear the phone ring. Nobody answers the phone. Seven pharmacy calls. Nine pharmacy calls is the automated voice that goes off. Eleven pharmacy calls. And I'm like, frickin', that was me. Nobody's moving to answer the phone. Well, today, as I'm standing in the second line, I look over. There's cardboard on the drive through windows because I think people are pulling up. And they're so frustrated that they're like banging on the window. And so they put cardboard so they actually don't have to look at those people. Those people can't, you know, do the obscenities because of their frustrations. And I have to confess, kept reminding myself that the people in line were just people like me. They're just doing their jobs and they're trying to do the job. So I finally get up there and the lady, super grateful, gracious, helped me. And I'm like, can you just mail these? She's like, well, what if we have them ready and you can come back in a bit and so she asked the lady, hey, can you do this? Lady's like, man, it's going to be at least a half hour. I was like, well, I can run to the other pharmacy, pick up my prescription, and I can come back. And she's like, oh, that's great. Well, before this happened and before she asked that lady, and last couple of times I've been in the pharmacy, there's been like two people. Today there were four people. Well, one of the ladies, and the really good thing is the last, I think, two or three times that I've been in there, the person that was supposed to give the CV-19 vaccine wasn't in there. So they had to cancel appointment after appointment after appointment after appointment. And if you know how I feel about the vaccine, I was so excited. Yeah, maybe they can go somewhere else. Maybe it gave them enough time to actually think about it or hear some different information. But the lady that was going to fill my prescription, I saw her counting the pills and stuff. This manager guy walks up, big, you know, overweight middle-aged guy, probably similar to me, needs some testosterone, needs some other things in his life, change his diet. But he's talking to this lady and she's like, I've only worked here two days. And the first day I worked here, don't even know what I'm doing. I'm all by myself back here. People are yelling at me. I don't even know what, and you can tell he's just like, oh my gosh, I got to calm her down because I don't want to lose here. This is the lady that's going to fill my prescription has only been there two days. So I'm like, what the F is going on here? Because we're told that the Delta variant is causing all this shortage. But millions and millions of people are quitting their jobs. Why do people quit their jobs? They don't quit because of the Delta variant. They leave for a week or two as they get over it. They don't quit their jobs. Southwest, this is probably why I'm, what the F is going on? millions of people like missing flights, lots of flights canceled. I don't know if it was millions of people. That's probably thousands of people, maybe tens of thousands of people, probably not millions of people. I actually heard the number. It was not important that I remember it, but Southwest is saying it's due to weather. What the F is going on? None of the other airlines suffered for that. There is this big fat lie that is going on. And those of us that are nuclear thinkers that have this redneck wisdom, all it is is practical down to earth logic are looking at the world around us and are just like, what the f is going on? My head was about ready to explode in CVS because the first time I went and I stood in line, it wasn't that long a line. 
every other time there were 10 or 15 people ahead of me. Same scenario. Tried to call in, couldn't get through. CVS, who was 24 hours and you could come in at midnight and pick up a prescription when there weren't people around, now is open 8 to 8, including the pharmacy. I asked the guy that was talking the shelves because the shelves were completely bare. I was in the cold and flu aisle. So yes, it is that season. I think in our pandemic habits are playing in, but I was like, is this just like a, a staffing shortage? Are you legit out of, bo- of, out of things? And he's like, it's both. We're out of a lot of stuff and we cannot find people to put things on the shelf. What the F is going on? Where did all the people go? How are they making money? Then I find out from two neighbors that they're receiving checks in the mail from Joe Biden. And I I guess I heard about this. I didn't realize it, but I think it's an advance of the earned income credit. So people are getting money just coming in their mail. These people didn't even know where it was coming from. This kind of blows me away, but they're cashing the checks anyway. This is part of the effing problem. What the hell is happening to America? What the F is going on? People don't have to work. So when we go to the pharmacy, you can't even get what you need because the government's paying people to stay home. And so the economy is going to hell because products can't even be sold, let alone if they're even available. Looked at the pictures of all the ships waiting to get in. What the F is going on? You need to start asking yourself like I am, and granted, I may be a little more suspicious than you, but there are strange things at work. This is an absolute crazy time. What is going on? Why are those ships not being unloaded? Why are the shipping container sites not working 24-7? Why is the government doing nothing and letting people in by the floods on the border? What is going on? On my head is about ready to explode. And then you heard my podcast on Dr. Fauci saying kids could trick or treat. I am just, I am, yeah, I'm about ready to lose it. The lies are getting so blatant. And so, what is going on? Can we withstand this kind of inflation as gas prices and food prices? Do you know I went to buy a ribeye steak the other day? And I looked at the one that I wanted that I could usually buy for anywhere from $7.99 to $11.99 a pound. Do you know how much it is now here in Montana? And maybe yours are even higher where you're at. $25.99 a pound. Please ask yourself what the F is going on. If you've been on the sidelines or kind of in the middle, it is time that you start asking yourself, things are going to start to fall apart if we don't begin to do something. People aren't working. The government is printing money, a ton of money, and people aren't working. There aren't even people to staff the pharmacies. Thank God for that local pharmacy in Belgrade that is family owned and the family's working at it. Maybe that's how we're going to survive these companies that are mandating vaccines. And then there's a shortage on employees and they're just like, oh, it's a Delta variant. Really? You think we're that effing stupid? Really? You're mandating a vaccine. There's a hundred million people that don't want it or they don't want any more. If they got one, they decided no more. The reporting is beginning to be more accurate on vaccines. And so the risk of getting it is way higher than was ever thought to be before. 
I don't know if you knew this. This was information to me that my wife informed me about. I'm surprised that I didn't know it. But if you die within two weeks of being vaccinated, like fully vaccinated, so you've had one shot and you die, that's not a death of COVID. You have to be after that 14-day mark to be fully vaccinated because they don't consider you fully vaccinated. So all these deaths, and there are a lot of them that happen within this 14-day period, are not considered related to COVID-19. How the hell can that be true? I'm usually pretty calm, pretty patient. My head, as it sees the facts and I apply nuclear thinking, is about ready to freaking explode. I just can't take it. If you're out there and you're a person of faith, please pray for me. I came home today and I just, with all the different news and the blatant lies, the the press secretary, I just can't. All right. So you've heard me what I'm asking you, no matter where you stand, please start asking yourself, what the F is going on? Last thing, this last Saturday, I worked on, we have an excursion. It's a great rig. I love it. It's a six liter power stroke. And those of you out there, there are four guys. You're just like, man, those things had some issues. They do. And I've done all the remedies on this. So this is like a killer engine now, but it had, I thought it was a water pump leak. It turned out it was one of the outlets of the water pumps, one of the hoses, very sneaky, right on the backside. Couldn't see it. But when I pressure tested it, I could feel it. So I was able to just put, Hey, this is a, just if you are dealing with that kind of leak and you can't get your hose clamp tight enough, the gates, power band, heat shrink, hose clamps are amazing. And that's what I put on that thing. Sealed it up quick as anything. Long story short, I decided to change the oil and I have a Canon air filter, cold intake. And so I also cleaned that and recharged that. Went to O'Reilly's to get oil. First time ever in my life. Rotella. Okay, Shell's Rotella, 15 weight, 40, gone, none. No idea when it's going to be in. has never happened in my life. It is usually, there's a ton of it. It's like overflowing off the shelves. Can always buy as much as I want. Limited selection of oil filters. Got to ask yourself, all the ships off the coast, what the F is going on? There is something going on and we need to get to the bottom of it. You are the difference makers. So no matter where you're at politically, just start asking yourself, don't look at it through a political lens. So many people do that. And I have been guilty of that in the past. We have to stop doing that and just look at what's going on and say, we got to stop this. Okay. We are the best hope for this nation. Nobody that's elected. We are. So my friends, you've, uh, you've experienced Tom's incredible rant today, but truly I believe in you more than I believe in any politician, any elected official, you can make your difference. So ask yourself what the F is going on and go ahead and ask it because yeah, I'm here for you. I got you. Ah, dude, I got you.
Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.